welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Oneself. I am your ever humble host, Chris, and it's news and notes night. Um, a lot of news and notes, I think, um, since we last talked, I think it, uh, a lot of stuff went down, a lot of stuff kind of came out. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about the big elephant in the room, which is what happened last week. Uh, with uh, CM Punk, with all the stuff that came out. Um, apparently, CM Punk is not happy, uh, which I'm I, I'm genuinely kind of surprised. I thought um, after seven years of being away from wrestling and the way he uh, talked about coming into AEW, feeling like there is a fresh new start there, um, being able to... Um, really just talk about how he felt and how he, how free he felt in AEW. And then all of a sudden you start hearing that no, he, he wasn't happy and really was kind of being an a-hole about things because you, you, you come to find out that originally he wasn't supposed to beat Hangman Page and he wasn't going to put him over. And then you start finding out that he didn't think Hangman Page um, was it. I believe there's something about how Hangman Page didn't do something right in a promo, and he got pissed. Um, and then now, you know, he he wins the title, gets injured. Uh, Moxley winds up winning the interim championship tonight as we speak. They're supposed to have the unification match between Moxley and CM Punk. And if you did not see it, spoiler alert, I'm going to reveal the, the, the status. So you have a couple of seconds. I'll only talk about it. So you can fast forward three, two, one. Moxley beats him in a pretty easy squash match. Uh, looked like it was about three and a half minutes altogether. Um, uh, CM Punk uh, 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 sold a, a foot injury that kind of made him lose. So it it really sucks with what's going on, you know. And it kind of makes it, it made a lot, you know, after you hear that. All of a sudden, Friday's promo that um, that a returning Kenny Omega made really kind of made a little bit more sense because he really kind of went um, behind the curtain with that promo last Friday after he came back with um, the Young Bucks for the, uh, the three-man tag team title belt uh, tournament where he basically said that he was, that him and the Bucks he was coming back with the Bucks and that he was going to clean house and that he was going to restore order. And at first, you know, you kind of think, okay, you know, he's going to restore order, that he's going to go back and uh, win back the title. He's going to do all that, all that good stuff. And then all of a sudden now you're, you're, you're hearing it and you hear it with a little bit more clear uh, picture because now you're finding out all this stuff. And it sounds more than likely like Omega's like, look, what happened over this year, this shit ends now because I'm back. And you you can kind of tell he's the he's he's the leader. 
he is the big boss. You know what I mean? Like, if Tony Khan says something and Kenny Omega agrees with it, he's like, hey, this is how it's going to happen. And you're also starting to hear a lot of rumors about how Tony Khan is really starting to become kind of an angle about things. It's one of the reasons why you saw, I believe, about a month ago um, that a lot of people were promoted within to um, to help him out with some stuff. Um, I think he has, I think he just had way too much on his hands. I think um, him, um, I think, honestly, him kind of like losing out on all of his executive vice presidents, you know, um, I don't think they were just vice presidents in name only. I think um, because Cody and Cody was really kind of like the booker for a lot of stuff. Omega was um, uh, was booking the women's side along with Brandy, and the Young Bucks were handling the tag team division. And all of a sudden, you lose you lose two um, vice presidents permanently because they left and another one due to injury. And you really can't let, you really can't have him still kind of like work in that particular type of position while he's injured. So there's that. Um, let's talk about the big surprise on Monday, which was the return of Johnny, Johnny Gargano. Uh, a lot of people were surprised there was no rumors at all about him coming back, which was really kind of nice. It was a real, um, it was really nice to have a, a surprise not be uh, ruined by Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and all that good stuff. Like, it was a genuine pop. It was like, holy crap, like, he actually, he's actually, you know, he came back. So that was really kind of cool. Um, immediately, you kind of look at that and you're like, all right, like, you can kind of see how him and um, Chavo can uh, immediately get themselves into a feud or they can become a tag team um, and kind of um, mess with the Miz. You can see a lot of different things. Uh, it's it's going to be very interesting. It's really kind of cool that he's back. Um, I kind of figured he'd be coming back, um, but honestly, you know, you you know you you um, you never really can say yes or no until you actually see it, and it's really kind of cool that Gargano is back, um, and it looks like he's going to be on on Raw, which is really kind of cool. Um, there was a report earlier this week. On a different topic, my apologies. Um, Triple H has basically said uh, there's a there's a rumor going around, and it looks like it is kind of true because it has been kind of confirmed through other means besides um, just WrestleMania. Uh, I want to give them credit for actually coming out with this story. They have said that Triple H does not want part timers to be in the title picture anymore. So that's really kind of like, okay, like you can immediately tell. And immediately that kind of puts you on one of those where you're kind of like, okay, well, 
I don't think Brock Lesnar is going to, I don't think Brock Lesnar is just going to wrestle without the title being uh, in, in, in the picture. Uh, Goldberg, I don't think, you know, Goldberg will wrestle no matter what, as long as the check clears, you know, um, he, he, you know what I mean? Like he, he's just going to wrestle. You just give him a paycheck. He'll, he'll do it. Even though in my personal opinion, I don't think that he should be wrestling anymore. Uh, Goldberg, that is. Um, it also kind of look, you know, when you hear the part time, and you're hearing the fact that um, that they are kind of looking at uh, Roman Reigns as a part time wrestler, you kind of think, okay, well, you the the rumors are that they are at least trying to get one of the titles off of him. Uh, it would be very, very interesting to see uh, to have Drew McIntyre win both titles, have him take both titles off of Roman Reigns at Clash of the um, Castle, which is in two weeks, which is a week and a half, actually, uh, since it's a Wednesday as of recording. But you look at that and you're like, okay, well, I see this, this, and this, and that makes sense. And and then on top of that, on Friday, when Roman and Drew McIntyre finally um, go face-to-face, who ends up on top is Drew holding the titles over him. It was, you know... I, you all know how I feel. I would love to see Drew McIntyre win both titles. It'd be awesome. But I'm not going to, I'll I'll say it till till the cows come home that I wish this to happen. But until I actually see him hold both titles and the announcer says, the winner of this match and new undisputed heavyweight champion, Drew McIntyre. I'm not going to celebrate a thing because you don't know yet. Because one minute Triple H is like, yeah, I don't want a part timer holding my, I don't want a part timer holding our titles anymore. And then the next minute he's like, you know what, Roman Reigns is still making money for us. Let's get this, let's keep him on the title uh, range and let's see what happens. Um, there is a rumor going around that the Good Brothers, um, who are, um, who used to work for WWE, they, you know, all, you know, them, they're the, the ones that worked with AJ Styles, uh, their contract is supposed to be up as of this weekend. There is a rumor that Triple H is interested in re-signing them and putting them back together with... Uh, AJ Styles, that would be interesting. Uh, but again, you know, it, it'd be it'd be nice because you you would have another tag team that could potentially go up against the Usos. Um, one of the things that I think is really kind of interesting 
about that is, is that a lot of people really kind of believe that Sami Zayn is going to finally wake up and he's going to overhear Roman kind of like uh, basically talking shit about Sammy or or he's going to hear the Usos talk crap about him and uh, him and Kevin Owens are going to team back up and that's who's going to dethrone them as the undisputed tag team champions. I wouldn't mind that, but, you know, as I've said before, I've been saying this for the last six months, the tag team I would have had to throw them is the New Day, and the New Day is being buried as we speak with the Viking Raiders. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, the smart money would be to, to get the titles back on to your other highly decorated uh tag team and let them hold the titles and then have them uh and then let them be the ones that kind of like okay well we don't need old titles we'll uh you know we can walk away from this and let someone from raw um but I'm off topic because I was talking about the Good Brothers coming back to WWE, apparently. Who knows if they are, you know. Um, it'd be really kind of nice because then you have kind of like another faction that can kind of, um, if you wanted to, if, and again, this is a big if, but if you wanted Roman Reigns to still hold on to the title, you could have AJ Styles go from, Raw to SmackDown with the Good Brothers and basically like, well, how about I try and take the titles off of you? And you have, you know, you have your friend, you have your cousins. I've got my best friends and I like my best friends against your tech, against your cousins. That's just, you know, again, it kind of writes itself. But again, I'm not a writer. I'm just making this dumb little podcast. So there's that. Um, we found out the reason why the Usos didn't uh, make the trip across the border uh, last Friday because of their because of their DUIs, and then you also find out that Natasha Leone was she was supposed to be on SmackDown and she couldn't because of her vaccination status. Um, I'll say this, you kind of understand why the Usos, but if, if, if the vaccination status is going to hold you back as far as your, your career is concerned, you should honestly probably go with the vaccination. Look, I'm not going to try and tell you what you should and shouldn't do. You know, she's probably made her decision and she's probably done her own research. But if it's going to affect your career, you know, she should be the one, you know, she should be, you know, leaning more towards this. Um, it, it, it's another reason, you know, it, 
if she doesn't get healthy soon, in my opinion, she's going to go, um, she's going to become one of the most unluckiest. Uh, she's going to be not unlucky, but she's going to have um, another opportunity be wasted. Kind of like the way um, Lacey Evans' uh, career has been going because of the fact that, you know, you know, as I've said before, you know, she was supposed to win the, the she was supposed to win the women's title, winds up getting pregnant. Um, she was supposed to, you know, there there's been talk that she was supposed to win a few things, that she should have won the Royal Rumble one year. But she got um, she got injured, you know, uh, very unlucky, and and now you're looking at the fact that she's come back, and she's really not had any matches since she came back. She slugged Aaliyah twice, and walked away, and told people that we're ungrateful. Why are you booing me when I'm a when I'm an American hero? Um. Hopefully, Triple H can repackage her and do the right thing for her and not make her a heel and make her a face. Repackage what they did before. You know, let her be who she is. A, a, a former Marine, someone that defended this country, and let her be... You know, let her be the the um, the face of the face of the women's wrestling, because you already have. Because more than likely, you're gonna have when um, when Sasha comes back, she's more than likely gonna be a heel. And if that's the case, then there's really technically out of the four horse women. There's only one face, and that's Becky. But Becky's injured because Charlotte Charlotte can't be a, a face. She's just like her dad. She can't be a face. You can't trust her as a face. The only way you trust her is that as a heel. You know, you don't trust her. She's backstabbed too many people. You know what I mean? Um. But I also think that you let Lacey become the the face of of you let her lead the charge for the for the faces of women's wrestling and let her be that person. But you're still not, you know, who knows? Um Speaking of women's wrestling, I'm really kind of I'm still a little torn about Liv Morgan. Um, I really, really hope that they can turn it around for her uh, because I really, really think that she's um, she's got the goods, meaning she can wrestle when given the opportunity, but. They're screwing her. Um, they're screwing her uh, title reign by telling, by making her 
reface Ronda Rousey. You could have, you know, you could have had her, you know, going back, going back to SummerSlam. You could have had Ronda Rousey get pissed on SmackDown after after SummerSlam. Have her be like, you know what? Thinking about it now, I'm pissed, and I want my rematch now. It's not fair that I had to defend it after I had just beaten Natalya. You know, it's not fair and kind of be like the whiny be that whiny heel that she could be and then have her attack a few people and basically say like okay you're suspended indefinitely because of your actions and then let Liv have a title match against a couple of people let her um let her grow into the champion champion that she can be and instead you immediately throw her into Ronda Rousey they mess up the whole ending of that match, you know, with, you know, you, you do, uh, you didn't mess it up. What I mean is that they did the scurry finish with Liv tapping while also having Ronda Rousey's shoulders pinned for the one, two, three. And everyone is just, you know, they're just like looking around like, what happened? And now Liv has to take on Shayna Baszler. And nothing against Shayna Baszler, but now she has to take on another MMA fighter, someone that is a little bit more, what's the right word to say? She's a little stiff, in my opinion. And she really just kind of was just like, it just doesn't work. You know, she, it, Liv has to face people that are her size, if not a little, you know, let her just have a couple, you know, let her have a couple of months and then make her take on Ronda Rousey, then have her take on Shayna Baszler. Don't just immediately give her the title and be like, okay, you have to... You have to defend the title against the person that you beat for the title. Oh, you won that match? Now you're going to have to face another MMA MMA fighter. And she's a little bit more stiffer than Ronda. Enjoy. Congratulations on winning the title again. What? What? How did this happen? I thought I was going to be able to take on Natalia. I thought I was going to face, you know... I thought maybe I could take on someone else. No, you're going to face Ronda Rousey first, and then you're going to take on Shayna Baszler. But once again, congratulations on winning the title. Huh? What? You know, you're setting up your champion to fail. Um, Let me see. What else? There's something else I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about um, Bailey's first match in over a year. She took on um, Aaliyah. Um, honestly, um, Aaliyah is really still very green. In the um, she ha- she doesn't have very much seat. She hasn't really been wrestling all that all- that much, and you can totally tell I'm wrong. It could also be that Aaliyah was wrestling for the first time in Toronto, in her home country, 
in her hometown and she just got the nerves that could be it too i don't know her i haven't talked to her i'm just saying she did herself no favors and it also didn't help bailey but bailey um i've noticed this a lot lately with um with the uh heels as far as women wrestlers are concerned they talk way too much. Huh? Huh? How do you like that, huh? And, like, Bailey kept, like, giving the thumbs down, and she, like, was trying to... She was trying to get a reaction out of the crowd, and the crowd just was not into it. And it just didn't work for Bailey. You know? It was just, like... Can we move it on? Because Edge is supposed to take on uh, Damian Priest later on. And can we get to this match? Apparently, can you hurry it up already? Like, they didn't do Bailey or Aaliyah any favors with that match. Um, Edge versus um, Damian Priest was an amazing match. It was probably... Um, it, it definitely had some highs. Um, not too many lows. Um, Edge wins. And he's about ready to to do the concerto. And then Rhea Ripley does what she does. And all of a sudden, they're about ready to do the concerto on Edge. And then Beth Phoenix comes in and get does the save on her husband. And and honestly, it just it it was good, but but really, it didn't do um it didn't do any favors to Finn or to to Damian Priest because they're trying to hold Rhea Ripley back, and it's like really you're too guys trying to hold back Rhea Ripley. And then on top of it, what I loved is that Finn Balor's talking to to Dolph Ziggler before they have a match. And Finn Balor's talking about how oh, the only reason why you're even talking to so and so is because you're trying to keep um trying to keep yourself relevant by surrounding yourself with you with, with younger people. Well, isn't that kind of what you're doing? Like, if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for them, what are you? You know, you're just the the first ever universal champion that held the title for one day before having to give it up because you separated your shoulder, you know. Um, but. I think that's I'm being a little too cynical, but whatever. Um, but you know, I I don't know. To me, I just kind of it, there's certain things when when heels say stuff like that, it's just like come on, why do you have to be like this? Why do you have to? Why do you have to be the? Um, you know why? Do you, you know why? Why can't you just say something a little bit easier, better? You know, 
Um, uh, as I said, we're a week and a half away from Clash at Clash of the Castle. Uh, we do have a few matches, but not too many. Um, you know, we've got this six-woman tag match. That's going to be interesting. Uh, of course, Roman versus uh, uh, Drew. And I'm not really too sure what other matches there are. But um, I will be doing a... Um, a I'll do... I'll be... Uh, next week's episode will be after clash at the um at the castle where i will be talking about what happened um talk about what happened what didn't happen are we it does um does the fiend bray white come back at this pay-per-view um a lot of people believe that that is the case a lot of people do believe that that it will be the case because Every week, someone new has been coming to WWE. Um, so I will talk to you all later. Have a good night, and I will talk to you after Clash of the Castle.